this is Tania, and you're listening to Nia on Purpose. I started this podcast to create a space where I can speak with intention and walk in my purpose. I hope that listeners resonate with something I say and are encouraged to also live purposefully. Hey everyone, this is Tania and you're listening to Nia on Purpose. First and foremost, I just want to say, wow, (laughs) thank you guys so much for all of the support that you guys have been showing me. I've been getting messages and DMs and emails from people saying how transparent I am and how positive I am and how inspiring I am. And I just really, y'all don't know how much that means to me. Um, I just can't wait to continue to grow this podcast and grow a community that's willing to have these conversations with me. Um, And a lot of people have said that they want to, like, join me on my podcast, and I would love that. That would be super awesome. I'm figuring out how how I'm going to make that possible for those who want to. But right now, I need to just perfect my craft alone so that when I do welcome people onto my podcast it's immaculate but I again I just want to thank everyone for all the support so so far please keep supporting me keep sharing keep liking keep commenting keep reaching out to me I love all of the feedback keep criticizing me I do not mind critical feedback whatsoever on this episode of Nia on Purpose I think that I am in desperate need of some positivity and um, some positivity and something to look forward to. Um, I've got a lot of stuff going on in my life right now and things have gotten crazy and a bit traumatic and I need something to look forward to. And so... It took me forever to decide on what I was going to speak about on this episode. And I finally decided a couple hours ago and I was like, okay, let me get my outline ready and let me go ahead and do this. Get this out of me. And so um, earlier, like I think this was last week, I just asked some people... What do you want to hear on Nia on Purpose? And a few people said some really interesting things like love life, um, story time from like college, um, question and answer, which I definitely think I want to do a QA and a in the future, but unfortunately I'm not doing that one today. And so someone also said goals and aspirations. And I think that is perfect to remind myself what I'm here for and what I do this for and where I want to be and I made a friend here in Nashville and he asked me what's your five-year plan and when he asked me I was like I don't know I ain't got a five-year plan (laughs) but actually after I said all of that I continued to tell him all my goals all my plans, what I hope to do in the next five years, within the next five years. And and then I kind of laughed at myself and I was like, wow, 
I said I don't have a plan, and then I kind of told you the plan. And so I think that that's what, that's, yeah, that's what I've decided I'm going to talk about today. And so let's hop, <laughs> let's hop into it, let's hop into it, let's hop into it. And so basically for this episode, I just wrote down like five goals that I want to actually accomplish. I think these goals are more, I guess you could say tangible. And then I have some lifetime goals that I also have that I I want to continue to expand and move towards throughout the entirety of my life. And so for in the next five years, I realized a lot of it is just professional professional development. A lot of what I want to do is just boss up. And I mean, I guess that's cool, but I was like, dang, I don't have any like some people have goals, you know, like settle down, have their first kid, maybe get super serious with that person they're talking to or married. And all of mine are work related. And so I was like, hmm, interesting. But I think what I want to do, I think what I want to do, Lord have mercy, it kind of always changes. But what I want to do in the future when I'm more professionally developed and well seasoned, I'd like to start teaching. I want to teach at the collegiate level on a college campus somewhere. I don't know if that is at Memphis or another institution, but there are so many institutions in the world, so I'm not limiting myself to Memphis nor Tennessee, but I definitely in the next five years want to start teaching. My plan was to always get my foot in the door by teaching like a freshman course. Um, Typically on most campuses, freshmen are required to take like a 1.5 to 2 credit hour course that just helps them get acclimated to the institution that they're currently at and maybe even the city and so I was hoping to get my feet wet by starting in that but oftentimes you just need a master's degree to teach and I already have that so I'm like let's bring on them extra coins let's start teaching also in the next five years I have said this literally since before I got my master's but I want to start a PhD program I've looked into a few in the past, and I would really prefer not to be in college for seven to eight more years, but depending on the program that I I choose, I do want to start soon, at least by my 30th, so that gives me like four years, Um, and to be completely honest with you, yes, I want the PhD if it's going to like help me professionally like if it's actually going to benefit me I do enjoy writing I do enjoy publications and research and that's really what uh, a lot of PhD programs consist of so like I mean why not if it's fun and it's free I'm gonna do it and speaking of like research and publications and things like that another one of my goals is to get published um I'm a little iffy about sharing this with the world because I don't want somebody to steal my idea but hey I think that this idea is so amazing and if someone decides to steal it I just know that this brain up here working and it's doing something right but I have um a goal to publish specifically about um twin loss um surviving twins attachment theory and how all those kind of work together and so Essentially, I have created this theory in my head that twins or multiples, 
triplets, quadruplets, and so forth and so on, have such a codependent relationship between or amongst themselves that it often imitates attachment theory, which typically focuses on parent-child relationships. Um, And so I want to do some research and see how attachment theory, if attachment theory, can be proven to translate to twin relationships or multiple relationships and counseling implications for twinless twins like myself. Or if, if you guys don't know what that means, basically twinless twins are like how I lost my twin. And so I've always felt like no one really understood me when I'm in therapy because it's really hard to understand the relationship amongst and between twins and or multiples. And I think it's super important for mental health professionals, counselors, psychiatrists to understand how that twin bond is, what that looks like, and how to counsel people um, that experience that 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 type of loss. So yeah, <laughs> I want to hopefully find somebody to fund my research eventually and and get that started. Another thing that I really, really want to get into, which obviously I think a lot of people already know, simply because I have this podcast going, is I want to expand on my public speaking opportunities. Um, I do a lot of public speaking within my job, but I want to do more. I want to talk about more things than just the college admissions process or or mental health of students. I want to I want to expand on that. I want to talk about black women, twins, um, black men, um, all, all kinds of things that I feel like I'm affected by and things that I feel like there's a like lack in, in literature. Um, and so I definitely want to, it'd be super cool. And I know a lot of people probably say this, but it'd be super cool if I would be like on one of those Ted talks one day. (laughs) Um, I know I have big goals, but Hey, are you really living if you don't? And then one of my final, like, most tangible goals for the next five years is just to be, um, be able to travel more. Um, I want to make more money, however, and whatever that looks like. I want to be able to make more money, not only so I can save, but also so I can travel more. I feel like I'm in that age now. I'm 26, (laughs) I'm in that age now where, like, if I don't start traveling now, well, then soon it's going to be husband and kids. And I want to get, I want to travel and explore the world we live in before that hits hard. I definitely want to, like, of course, go out the country. I still have not been out the country, which I think is kind of crazy and explore more cities within the states i mean there's still a lot of places within the states i have i haven't been i've never been to like la i want to go to houston soon i've never been to like new york i want to go to dc like i haven't been a lot of places so i definitely want to travel more whether that be within the states or abroad definitely gonna get some 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 more travel experiences under my belt in the next five years and so those are kind of like my like I said my tangible goals goals I feel like I can reach within the next five years 
And then I have some lifetime goals that I have kind of just like pondered over, honestly, the last like week, maybe the last two weeks. And one of them actually was kind of brought to my attention. And so I was like, wow, I need to, I need to make that a goal of mine. And that is to stop manifesting negativity. I realized that um, I was talking with one of my friends and I mentioned how every year around my birthday and around my the anniversary of my sister's death, something bad always happens. Something crazy, outlandish, ridiculous, scary, traumatic always happen. Always, 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 always happen. And my friend said, you've got to get out of that mentality. You've got to stop thinking that something bad is always going to happen around that time or it is. So instead of speaking negativity into my life, I want to speak more positivity. I want to speak more joy, more peace, more happiness. And with that being said, I am never, ever, ever saying from this day forward that something bad is going to happen around my birthday or around my sister's death anniversary because that's not that's not what I want to happen. So why am I speaking it into existence, you know? 100% one of my biggest like lifetime goals. I want to be more positive. I think a lot of people see that outer shell of me and say, wow, she's a really positive individual. Or maybe someone's listened to my podcast. A lot of people are saying that they admire how, you know, positive I've been, even though I've had like a lot of it, life has hit hard for me and I'm still positive and I think that I appreciate people saying that but I don't necessarily think I'm as positive as people think I am and so I want to exhibit that those positive behaviors that y'all see outwardly I want to do that inwardly now another one of my lifetime goals is to stop self-sabotaging I think that when things are going too good for me when there's too much positivity in my life. I'm like, let's shake it up real quick. Let's 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 spin the block. Let's take a couple steps back. And I was actually talking with my aunt the other day and she pointed out to me that a lot of the times we as women don't think that we deserve happiness. And I think that I struggled a lot with that since my sister has passed. I used to feel terrible if I was like happy or enjoying myself because I was like I don't think I should be happy or I, sh- I don't I don't think I should be this happy if my sister isn't here like who's this happy when their sibling is is dead but that's not the case I don't think that that's fair to myself at all and I don't think that that's how my sister sees it at all so I'm definitely going to stop trying to like self-sabotage everything if something's going good if I'm having a great time, I'm going to feel every part of that and ignore that person that those thoughts in the back of my head that are like, get out of this or run away or revert back to those behaviors that you don't like. And then the last one, I actually think I might do a whole podcast on this one, um, but it's be more emotionally intelligent. I didn't realize how insensitive and empathy lacking I can be sometimes. I think I mentioned this in my pot in one of my episodes earlier on, but 
when my sister first passed, I kind of like had the tendency to be like, oh, well, I don't care that this bad thing happened to you because your twin sister didn't die. And I think that was really just like a, a, a poor coping mechanism that I had. Um, and I don't think that way anymore, but I definitely think that I just don't, I'm not that emotionally intelligent. I'm not that emotionally intelligent. I noticed it when I was talking to one of my friends and I was telling him that I hate people to see me cry. And then also I hate intimacy of any type amongst my friends, amongst my family, amongst a a significant other. Like I don't do that. Like I don't just randomly hug my friends. I don't like hold hands. I don't like do any like of that savvy stuff. And it like, mm, it, (laughs) it makes me cringe to be honest. It makes me cringe. And, and so I want to get to the bottom of that and figure out why, why am I like that? And why, why can't I be intimate? And also, um, I looked up kind of like what emotional intelligence is. And so it has like four different quadrants. And then one of them is also um, not necessarily just about you, but about how you interact with others and and how you feel for others. And so it kind of goes back to that empathy piece. But I don't think that, I think sometimes when I'm hurt, I don't understand that my behaviors can affect other people. Or when I do something to myself in a negative way, or I experience something negative, I don't acknowledge how that can affect other people. And so what I'm learning is that that is something I need to work on. And that doesn't mean necessarily that I change my behaviors to to ensure that other people aren't hurt by my behaviors that affect me more. But it's just being, it's just like being cognizant of, of how it affects people and just being open to, I guess, allowing people to feel their feelings just as I feel mine. But yeah, (laughs) those are, those are my goals for, and my aspirations. And I really look forward to exploring those, especially the, the, the lifetime goals I know are going to be trial and error. It's going to be something I'm, I'm going to have to work at for the rest of my life. But the first five goals that I mentioned, the teaching, the PhD program, publishing, um, public speaking, and then traveling, I'm really looking forward to seeing where I'm led, how I'm going to get there, if I'm going to get there or if I'm going to completely change my goals, who knows. I'm really excited to see to see where, where I go. I've got four more years till I'm 30. And honestly, I know I said this is a five-year plan, but I want to have most of these done by the time I'm 30. And I think, I think that I can have at least all of them started maybe four out of the five done by the time I'm 30. But I look forward to <laughs> my next episode. I look forward to hearing if anybody else has any goals that they want to share with me or if they want um, 
an accountability partner or someone to just kind of listen and hear them out and talk through their ideas. I love hearing people's ideas. I love hearing the the goals that people have set for themselves because I really feel like it says a lot about who a person is and what matters to them most. So feel free to share, 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 share those with me. No goal is too small. No goal is too big. No goal is impossible. You can be president one day, I promise. <laughs> thank you for <laughs> thank you for listening to Nia on purpose. This is Tania. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I actually this has been very therapeutic for me today. So again, thank you for listening. Come back for more. I can't wait to hear the comments. I can't wait to hear it all. Thanks again for listening to Nia on Purpose. My goal is always to reach a new individual and encourage the spread of love, hope, compassion, and peace. I hope I succeeded, and I hope y'all come back for more. Be sure to support me in any way you see fit, and tune in next time. And remember, it was always on purpose. <laughs>